What's up, y'all? Welcome to At The End Of The Day podcast. I am your host, Cherie, and I hope you're having a great day so far. Before we get to the topic of today, I just want to ask you one question. Do you love yourself? Now, I am sure you responded quickly with a yes, because it always seems disrespectful to question someone's love for themselves. When someone is asked, do you love yourself? That person always says yes with a defensive tone, because who wants to be the one that says happily, no, I actually do not love myself. I mean, I get it, but this is a judgment-free zone, and we are working to become the best version of ourselves, and that requires transparency. Now, I am going to ask you again, but this time I want you to be vulnerable and honest with yourself. And I want you to think about what self-love looks like and feels like for you. So, do you love yourself? If you answer yes to loving yourself, I think that is awesome. And I hope this episode helps increase your self-love even more. If you answer no to loving yourself, I want you to know that you are amazing and powerful. As I mentioned earlier, nobody wants to admit that they don't love themselves but it is necessary to acknowledge that you don't. It definitely is not embarrassing. It is actually one of the most courageous things you can do. The moment you realize you don't love yourself and you decide to do something about it, you are taking the first step towards self-love. I hope this episode helps you start your self-love journey. Today, we will dig deep into the idea of self-love and what it takes to genuinely love yourself. Now, I don't care if you are a man or a woman, and I definitely don't care if you are 25 or 65. Everybody needs self-love. It won't be easy to analyze, but I promise you, it is necessary. So let's get down to it. I believe that people do not genuinely love themselves as much as they think they do. How do I know? I am so glad you asked. I know because last year was the year that I realized I didn't love myself and it was the year that I learned how to love myself. I realized that I knew how to love and be there for those around me, but I had no idea how to be there for myself. I also realized that I was always going above and beyond to meet everybody else's needs. I was working hard to try and fill the void in other people's lives. And then I became annoyed with those people who didn't reciprocate. It just felt like nobody was showing up for me or even thinking of ways to be there for me on the level I was there for them. It felt like I was busy moving mountains for them and they could barely jump over a puddle for me. But the truth is, that was my fault. I was depending on other people to show me love that I never showed myself. I was taking water from my cup, pouring it into everyone else's cup, and then looking at my cup once it became empty like, What happened here? I was ignoring my needs and the voids in my own life. When I realized that I didn't love myself, I made the decision to do something about it. I ended up coming across an article on the Brain and Behavior Foundation written by Dr. Jeffrey Bornstein. He seemed to describe self-love perfectly. He wrote, Self-love is a state of appreciation for oneself that grows from actions that support our physical psychological, and spiritual growth. Self-love means having a high regard for your own well-being and happiness. Self-love means taking care of your own needs and not sacrificing your well-being to please others. Self-love means not settling for less than you deserve. I love this because it explains the different levels of self-love. 
Loving yourself isn't just referring to loving your physical appearance. It is much deeper than it. Self-love is also based on how you allow other people to treat you. Self-love is about learning ways to make yourself happy. For a while, I was putting everyone's needs before mine because I felt like when you love someone, that's what you do. But I had to stop and think, what about me? If me showing love for those around me means that I am going above and beyond for them and putting myself on the back burner, what does my love for myself mean? How can I say I love myself if I'm always putting everyone else before me? If I'm giving myself bare minimum when it comes to loving myself, I can't expect someone else to come and love me beyond my bare minimum. There are four things I have worked on to help me with learning self-love. The first thing I worked on was learning to love every part of myself. When I say every part of myself, I mean my flaws and all. Not just physical flaws, but also the parts of me that have been wounded or scarred due to being hurt in the past. One thing I hated about myself for years was how much I love and care about people. It was something that always frustrated me because I always felt like people were not matching my energy or my effort. It always felt like I was the only one giving and everybody else was just receiving. With my self-love journey, I had to learn how to love that part of myself because it is a part of who I am. You may have things that have happened to you that have left scars. But instead of covering up those scars, learn to love them. You have to learn that self-love needs to be unconditional. We always seem to hope for unconditional love from our significant others. But what about you? One day I heard somebody say that you know you found the one when you can replace the word love with that person's name when reading 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4-7. through 7. I recently noticed that This is the type of love we should have with ourselves. The goal for self-love should be 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 through 7. When I think about the way I love myself, I should be able to say, Cherie is patient. Cherie is kind. She does not envy. She does not boast. She is not proud. She does not dishonor others. She is not self-seeking. She is not easily angered. She keeps no record of wrongs. Cherie does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. She always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. These should be your vows to yourself. You should be patient and kind to yourself. You should always be humble and never prideful. Even J. Cole said, pride is the devil. You should always make sure you honor and protect yourself through your actions, how you allow people to treat you, and the way you speak to yourself. You shouldn't keep record of all the wrong you have done. Instead, you should learn from every situation and grow from it. Don't repeat it and don't allow it to hold you back. Make sure you persevere no matter what life throws at you. You may have traits about yourself that you hate, but everybody else loves. Learn how to love that part of yourself because God makes no mistakes. The second thing I worked on to help me with learning self-love was becoming selfish. When you love to do for people and be there for people, you can't fathom being selfish. Being selfish always sounds like a horrible thing to be. In most cases, it is. But I have learned that when it comes to self-love, it is a great trait to have. I spent the last year working on becoming selfish, and once I figured it out, 
I have honestly enjoyed every second of it. The realization I had was that if I keep looking out for everyone, who looks out for me? It is an amazing feeling to have the ability to put your needs before everyone else's. A huge part in being selfish is learning how and when to say no. I know, that was hard for me to figure out too. But you can't be everything for everyone. And you definitely can't do everything for everyone. Sometimes you have to stop, say no, and cater to yourself. Stop allowing your cup to become empty. A month or two ago, I noticed my cup was running low. Now, I am someone that checks on each of my friends at least once a week or once every other week. During that time, it seemed like each one of my friends was going through so much at one time. And for me, when you're going through something and you're my friend, that means instead of that once a week or once every other week, now I'm checking on you once every other day because I don't want you to feel alone. But I had gotten to a place where I felt like I had nothing to give to anyone because I was drained. So when my friends texted or called me, I told them I was not available for the weekend because I needed to recharge and refocus. Each of my friends respected my requests and also let me know that they were there if I needed anything. The world did not end because I stopped to care for myself. Everyone was okay. (laughs) You have to know yourself and be aware of when you are getting to the point of your cup running low. During my reflection, I noticed that I would always put people and their needs before me because I always hoped that people would see my worth. I just wanted them to feel loved, and in return, I wanted to be seen. The problem with that was, how can I expect other people to see me when I don't see myself? You need to make yourself a priority. The third thing I worked on to help me with learning self-love was enjoying quality time with myself. Learning to enjoy quality time with myself was just as difficult as learning how to be selfish because I was cool with rocking solo when I was home by myself, but that was always as far as it went. I wasn't going to dinner by myself. I wasn't going to the movies by myself, and I definitely wasn't traveling by myself. For a while, I always felt like it was pointless to do until I came across a TikTok video. Now, everyone who knows me knows that I love TikTok. I can have a bad day, watch a few TikToks, and then I'm back to laughing and enjoying my day. This means you will hear me mention TikTok a lot, so prepare yourself. (laughs) So, one day I came across a video on TikTok, and the person said, How can you expect someone to want to be around you? when you can't even stand to be alone with yourself. Now, I won't lie, I felt attacked when I heard that, but it is true. A lot of people do not like to do things alone or spend time with themselves. They always feel the need to be out and about with people. After hearing that, I realized that only spending time alone in the house was robbing me of the opportunity to get to know myself, create memories with myself, and cater to my own needs. We hear about love languages when it comes to couples, but the one thing that is not talked about is taking the love languages you require from your significant other and applying it to yourself. For those of you who don't know what the five love languages are, it is quality time, acts of service, words of affirmation, receiving gifts, and physical touch. The theory is that most people require at least two love languages from their significant other. Now, I am not sure how people can only pick two. I must be needy because in a relationship, I need all five. 
But since I need all five from whoever I'm dating, in order for me to love myself correctly, I have to apply all five to my self-love journey. I can't expect someone else to do for me what I won't do for myself. So for example, for quality time, I get dressed up, do my makeup, and take myself out to brunch, dinner, or the movies. For receiving gifts, I buy myself flowers or chocolate-covered strawberries. For physical touch, I get a hot stone massage. For acts of service, I work in my garden or cook my favorite meal. My goal for acts of service is I just try to do the one thing I keep putting off due to me feeling like I'm too busy. And then for words of affirmation, I look in the mirror every day and I let myself know that I'm popping. I mention the things that I love about myself and all the things I deserve. Last year, I started dating myself and it enhanced my self-love a lot. It has become something I love to do. I even went on a solo trip for the first time last year and I enjoyed every second of it. The fourth thing I worked on to help me with learning self-love was setting boundaries. Setting boundaries is huge in self-love. If you are always going above and beyond or you're always giving your best to people that do not deserve it, you are pretty much allowing a leech to suck the life out of you. I'm here to tell you that you do not deserve that. We live in a time where boundaries are seen as harsh, but to me, boundaries exemplify self-love. You shouldn't allow anyone to make you feel less than worthy or make you question how amazing you are. You shouldn't allow people to walk all over you. Allowing people to do that shows them that this is what you think you deserve. Everyone shouldn't be allowed to have access to the best parts of you. You decide who deserves it and who doesn't. Set boundaries with them. It will demonstrate your self-worth to them, but also to yourself, because it is letting people know, I love you, but not more than I love myself. Now, guess what, y'all? It's Q&S time. For those of you listening for the first time, Q&S stands for quote in scripture. I share a quote in scripture with you to encourage you throughout the week. The quote I chose for today is from Lucille Ball, and she said, Love yourself first and everything else falls in line. You really have to love yourself to get anything done in this world. This quote is a reminder that loving yourself should always be your top priority. There is so much going on in the world all the time. Everything is constantly changing. All of us have so much to do and all of us have so many goals and dreams. But being able to accomplish all of that starts with you loving yourself. When you have self-love, you learn your worth. Nobody should be able to come to you and tell you what your worth is. When you have self-love and awareness of your worth, your business will flourish, your relationships will flourish, and you will start to view your life in a better light. Self-love is the foundation of everything you touch and everything you do. The scripture I chose for this week is from Matthew 22, verse 37 through 39. I am reading from the New Living Translation and it reads, You must love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. Now, you might be wondering, Sheree, what does this have to do with self-love? Let me explain. I chose this scripture because of the last sentence. Jesus says, Love your neighbor as yourself. Now, how can you do that if you don't love yourself? 
You treat people the way you would like to be treated, but you don't treat yourself that way. I feel that this scripture is a reminder of how important it is to love yourself because you can't love those around you correctly if you are not loving yourself first. You deserve to be loved by you. You are worthy of self-love. It's cool that you have been pouring so much of yourself into other people and making sure everyone else is loved. But now, it is time for you to take a step back and love yourself. Now that is a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you liked today's episode, make sure you hit that follow button. You can also follow me on Instagram under the name A-T-E-O-T-D Podcast. Don't forget, you and I are friends now. So if you have something you need advice about or just something you want to share, you can send me an email to A-T-E-O-T-D Podcast 8 at gmail.com. If you know someone that needs encouragement, make sure you share this with them. I want to end this episode by just letting you know you are worth the effort it takes to be loved by you. You are worth knowing. You deserve to be seen and you deserve to be understood. Stop looking for someone else to show up and love you correctly. Roll up your sleeves and do it for yourself. It is time for you to love every part of you. It is time for you to be selfish. It is time for you to spend quality time with yourself. And it's definitely time for you to start setting boundaries for those around you. Because at the end of the day, loving yourself is necessary. <music>